Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. Welcome back. We are so beyond excited to chat with you, as we always are. And we are, as Connie said, devoted to keep this going on our... (laughs) We've had a few compliments of how we keep doing this weekly, and it's just something we completely enjoy. And so right now, since we are located in Florida, uh, the entire state, it kind of feels like, other than actually Miami for the first time, is in a hurricane or storm, whatever you yeah. want to call it. So we are yeah, live. We are riding it out over here, and we're sending prayers to the rest of Florida, but we are riding it out. But most of all, we're here to talk about um, our podcast today. So I know that Renee's going to kind of introduce us, but... That's how committed we are to be in your matchmakers. Amen. It's so true. So agree. All the prayers for everybody else that needs it out there. And today's topic that we are going to talk about is, since we started this series on dating in the era, um, today we're going to talk about dating in your 50s and 60s. And we're going to rely heavily on the experiences that we walk through and the journeys of our clients and matches and people that we're talking to, hundreds and hundreds of people in this age demographic. Um, and is a is a good portion, as well as obviously all the errors we're going through, of clients. So today we're going to talk about, and I don't know, Connie, are we going to, are we going to choose a couple clients or, or just talk about experiences, obviously, but... Um, a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both, right? <laughs> um, so when it comes to dating in our wiser years, I like to call them, in our golden years, because they always say life gets much better in your 50s and 60s because then you know what you want, you know what you're looking for, you know you know who you are, you have the means with all to be able to live the lifestyle that you've worked hard for, you can travel, you can do all these things now in life that you've literally been trying to achieve to enjoy the fruits of your labor in your 50s and 60s. And so that's like a fabulous age to be, so we're told. Um, and, you know, can't wait to get there. And that's why we're all doing what we're doing. Um, but then it's also the challenge sometimes of, you know, the older and wiser we get the more complicated it is to find somebody because I always say the longer we live, the more scar tissue we have built up with either life experiences or curveballs that God has given us or in relationships going down the paths of not really fully relying on God's message to us, but going in our own our own way of, you know, I always say attracting lust versus true love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that in every age group, love versus lust, and I'm sure you all remember, or at least could go back and look at that one. We did focus on love and lust on a podcast, and some people just get really confused between the two. And it, I mean, even in your 50s and 60s, it doesn't rule out that. So um, in this age range, it's really interesting to see how people kind of, and I think we mentioned a little bit, people do this in their 40s, but especially in their 50s and 60s, they flip-flop either way. Um, They either 
back to the, like Renee said, well, me and Renee had discussed that um, they either go back acting like they're in their 20s and have this long list of needs, wants, and all the in-betweens, or they then go the other way and think they are, you know, have time for a relationship, but they haven't prioritized it for so long that they actually forget what that looks like. Yeah, and that's so true. And we find time and time again, you know, it's like you want love so bad. And the ones that we always ask that question, how truly ready for love are you? And of course we want the people that are like, they're ready. I mean, they're committed. That's why they're coming to us. They are like, I'm all in. Whatever it is you direct us in that path, we will go. Um, But I think over a course of time, something also shifts where it's like, I'm so ready that I'm impatiently ready sometimes. And we kind of miss... Yes, absolutely. We miss the mark when it comes to truly falling in love. And, you know, the the wiser we get, the age demographic that we're talking about in this particular podcast, which is in your 50s and 60s, is then it really literally gets to like a checklist. And we get so nitty gritty on the details of the specifics of this person. And we really miss the mark of the journey of falling in love with somebody that is so different than what our 50s and 60s datings ever imagined. I mean, I can't tell you, Connie, we, I don't even know the number, of how many couples are married today that, and again, this is cr- pretty much across the board in all age demographics, but, you know, we'll have some clients that are like, okay, you know, I work out, I definitely don't want somebody with a pot belly, which, okay, we understand that. Like, I, you know, I obviously equally you want to attract who you are, you know, equal, but um, then there's other things that like, I mean, I always use this one example as I have a client that requested that and then she ended up with somebody that had a little bit of a stomach, but then got a trainer and gone. And guess what? He had all the other qualities and they're madly in love, happily past that. And we kind of joke and laugh at that as like, he almost didn't, you almost didn't meet him because of that little detail, which I know in our world, especially in our 50s and 60s, you know, we are like, we work hard. And so you want somebody at least at your equal. But I think the thing that is always missing that God's designed us to do is to truly find somebody that you incentive, like motivate them and encourage them to be their best version of themselves and likewise. Now, I'm not saying you need a project or you want a project, but you know, I mean, sometimes a little bit of motivation in one area over another is something that you can bring out together better in each other um, because they have all the other qualities you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, what Renee is saying is something to truly, truly focus on when you are dating in these 50s and 60s because you take good care of yourself because you, you know, have spent years on yourself um, growth, self-help, you know, making sure you've either recovered from maybe a divorce or um, maybe, I mean, all the life events that happen, you know, um, when you get to that age, there's a lot of things that have happened in your life. But so many times um, they they put in such that hard work to make sure they are exactly who they want to be that sometimes they get so stuck and focused on exactly how this person has to be. And like Renee said, whether it's that small little belly that you can move. If it's fashion, someone who doesn't have good fashion, that's okay because you can change. And and we always say we don't want to change anyone, but when it comes to fashion, a little bit of weight loss or things like that, those are all things that, you know, it just might not be a priority in their life right now. And 
we got it and especially on the women to men a lot of our women say hey i would like them to dress good and then we're like okay no problem but if they don't men usually take really good advice when it comes <laughs> yeah. to dressing off a lady they so do and cool. you know what the the one thing con- consistently that we always hear over and over again from ladies and i'm sorry for any of the guys that have meaningful jewelry that is of this nature but over and over again we'll always tell our guys like if you have a necklace or something that's like from maybe your mother or your great great grandmother or who knows whatever we just, I mean, I'm not saying all across the board, but a lot of women will just say they don't like men wearing jewelry. And so if it's something that you're just finding, and I know mm-hmm. that sounds so insanely crazy, but God made us all naturally beautiful. It's one of those things, try it maybe, <laughs> to go with a little bit less jewelry um, other than like a watch or something because that is one thing. It's like it's like men love women in heels, most women love men without too much jewelry other than maybe like a wedding band because that's your husband or like, you know, a watch of some sort, right? I mean, in actually- Yes, and I always, and, and when you get to that age, and I hate to say this because I'm not trying to say be simple, too simple, and but you aren't in your 20s anymore. It's time to keep it simple, but also to just really show off you, but classy. not be too much. Simple and classy are the best policies yes. across the simple board. Simple and over. classy. You will never go out of style. You will never be out of date. Like, simple and classy are, like, the two me- me- uh, methodologies to always follow, I say, when it comes to fashion and things like that. Um, and then, of course, you know, acting your age. I mean, the reality of it is is that when we get to this age demographic, we want to be young, we want to be youthful, we want to be trendy, we want to be hip. Um, and those are all the things that sometimes can come across that, you know, um, I would say, especially in this age demographic, sometimes like people will say, well, they didn't even, you know, or especially our guys will say, well, they didn't even bring their best game. Like they came, you know, more casual and they didn't really dress up and, you know, we'll hear from people that will say, you know, I've been enough on these dates. They don't really work. And people have kind of been just not putting that effort in, um, and I always tell everybody, you have like one shot to impress. So always bring yes. your best play, your best game. And, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, they have <laughs> And well, the same, I know we were talking about keeping it classy and simple, but also like Renee said, still bring your A game. Some people then go too simple because they just think, well, you know, I'm 50, so I don't need to make that much of an effort anymore. Well, you do. You want to keep up. You still want to keep up with it. And I think we've talked about this a little bit before. You want to keep up with the Joneses or whatever the saying is in some shape and form. Like when it comes to fashion, if you're now in your 50s and you're still dressing like you did 20 years ago, you're not keeping up with it. So although we're trying to say stay classy, which we definitely want that, but also a reminder not to just... Go too simple, you know, and just not make an effort. Yeah. Yeah. And have, you know, when you go on these dates, put in that extra effort to, you know, put a little bit more makeup on, definitely put on some lipstick. I mean, guys, we, we survey and interview these questions all day long and men like, you know, some lipstick and some heels. (laughs) Even if you just do something that simple and for the women out there at the end of the day, you know, all of us women appreciate a guy dressed up, a guy who's, you know, paying attention to the details, somebody that's like planning things out. And so, you know, when when you're in your 50s and 60s, it's like, you know, oftentimes we also forget that 
the the simplicity of falling in love and and acting not when we're saying don't look like you're in your 18s and drop and, and being too young but i always tell everybody to keep a youthful mind and not be so judgmental like go back to when you were like 18 and it was simple to falling in love and give somebody that chance because when we're younger we're so curious about who somebody is to grow and i think the older we get the more um, rigid or the more you know judgmental we also become we become because of our past experiences and you know we're always telling our clients with every new introduction or person that we're introducing you to it's a new opportunity and I think when you're in your 50s and 60s like I was saying earlier like a lot of people come with a lot of scar tissue and we're just creatures of habit so a lot of times we attract you know when people have been married once or twice or you know sometimes even three times and the truth is there's nothing wrong with them it's just the reality of it is is we keep attracting the same type and so it's so yeah. so important that we look inward to say and I always tell everybody to ask those questions kind of even before you get out of a relationship or even when you if you're still friends with somebody that you dated in the past is to like ask them that question what could I have done better or what could I have done differently as much as we you know everybody has their story of it's always the ex's fault of course because it's never our own fault but like there's things that we can learn from each relationship that we go through that's only going to set us up for that feedback and that help of something maybe we've never known or discovered about ourselves for the future yeah and i and i think that so many people just forget that you know and especially when like renee said it comes to that point they just forget not to focus on what what's within and what you're trying to look for in that person and you know maybe that they um have you know been divorced or lost their lost their spouse or something along those lines and they are just so like you know because maybe they met that person when they were much younger when they were 20 and focusing on the looks and all of that and um you know this checklist of things they're looking for in their next marriage um but a lot of times that people forget to realize that you you still can have a lot of growth at the age 50 or 60 or you know any in between but there's still a lot of things that you can grow and work towards and then to give people a chance as well just because you're um 50 doesn't mean on your first date it needs to go amazing and you're going to get married on the first date because you may not have been out in the dating world and I mean the dating world has changed over the years it's not the same as what it was so many years ago so you have to adapt and also learn how to be back out there in the dating world how it is now and I think that so many people also forget that it's not like when you were 18 and you only met people at the bars and there was no such thing as online dating and things like that as now we're in a different world where we kind of have to not compete but in some ways um you know step up to those expectations of what we have in today's dating yeah absolutely and I think that you know, exactly what Connie was saying earlier is so many times, you know, people will say, well, I don't want to just settle. Like, you know, I've been through bad relationships. I've gone through here. I've tried this. I, that just like, and the last thing we want anybody to do is settle. But the one thing that I don't think people do is give someone enough of a chance because at the end of the day, if you're still, you know, if you're in your 50s and 60s and you've gone on a lot of dates and you've been on a lot of you know, apps or you've been on whatever, you know, I mean, first of all, if you've never, ever filled out a profile in our, in our, in our, uh, 
um, with our company, or you've never filled out a profile to become a client, you've never experienced matchmaking before, first of all, I'm going to obviously give ourselves a plug to say, you know, that is the first approach to learn how someone really comes in and takes over your love life so you don't have to worry about it anymore. I would say over and over and over and over again, any of our clients that come on to us that are 50s or 60s, they are elated, you know, that we're taking over their love life. And we hate it sometimes when it takes a little bit longer for our clients than others. But I truly believe that's also God working in them as much as they're working with us to truly pick and choose the right individuals that, you know, are designed at the particular time to meet. And maybe, you know, we're going to do a podcast on this, like less, like somebody's in your life for love or somebody's in your life for a lesson. And I think sometimes so many people are so stuck on like the one instead of looking at each person you date then gives you another, you know, like view of who that person will be. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, I was going to say, and I think that that's something to be, to just think about and talk about. I know on the last podcast that I just did, it was like I talked about writing the love letter to your future mate and really spending that time to write that down. And I cannot express this enough to my 50s and 60-year-olds. Like if you've never done this before, do it. And if you're like sitting down and you come up with nothing, right there is your clarity. If you come up with this beautiful letter, focus and pray on those things of that feeling and that emotion as you're writing that you feel. And I guarantee it when you're writing this love letter, you're not like, and your beautiful blue eyes and your, you know, six foot three slender body and you're like all these things. It's literally going to be more about the heart of who somebody is and in finding that best friend that you just enjoy life with. Yeah. And I think also, um, like something to think about as well is writing that letter, maybe when you think you're ready and then writing that letter after a few months as well. And you'll truly realize that say you sit down and you're just like, yep, I'm ready to go out and meet that person. Now I'm going to get out there. Da 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 da. And you write like that letter. And then in a few months when you've actually been like, I'm not finding either that person or, of course, you haven't come to a matchmaker yet, but just saying, digging on your own. Um, But that you are focusing on things that aren't as important. And like when I said, you're not going to write the letter saying, I only want someone with blue eyes and this amount of height and things like that. But it's to focus on that, who that person is, but also to remind yourself um, of that. Because I think we all know um, the dating world isn't easy, whether even with it's with a matchmaker, of course, we take over your love life and it becomes much more easy than doing it on your own. But it's still, I mean, you still think about it daily of that person of who you're going to meet and you're still praying for that person daily like it's not it's not easy no matter what um but it's it's a lot easier if you have a matchmaker but also to remind yourself and keep reading that letter to remind you and what something we do in our process is our needs and wants so things that are non-negotiable to you um and things that you want and appearances and all of that fun stuff and so many times clients will realize that they've swayed so far from that because they are getting wrapped up in those looks getting wrapped up in all those other things and then when they go back to those needs and wants and like oh yeah, that's what I need as my non-negotiables, um, like loving the love Lord first and um, being a family-orientated person. And, you know, these 
every each person's needs are very different but um to just remind yourself of those core values and i always say like renee says write in a letter but write down anything that you're feeling towards either your date in life or date in world because i think it'll bring you that clarification when you veer off um and kind of go off that path yeah absolutely um so our advice i guess i would say in this age is just you know obviously work every day to you work your hardest every day to be your best because of course what you put out is what you attract but it's amazing the older or wiser we get I like to say how much more we're we're in tune to really what our needs are and not so much our wants at this age which is also a beautiful thing because those are the things that actually bring us the right person at the right time and I swear I always say this age demographic is when we see the biggest transformation because it's like God finally has like this ray of sunshine of clarity to say, you are finally ready and now I am ready to bring you that person. Like when we see our clients make that transformation and that switch, when we see them go from relationship to relationship to marriage to marriage maybe, and then they finally like meet that person or they have that that like, you know, the heavens or the skies have parted. It's truly because they've gotten real with that individual and, and who they are and they're truly ready to receive. And it's it's amazing what God does with that. Yep, and I think that so many people also need that reminder in that stage of life when things haven't gone always right and easy or like Renee said, maybe a marriage as you know not ended up or several marriages that to lean on the lord when things get really hard because i know that some people have a little wobble when it comes to that age of okay i've kind of been you know i haven't really focused back in on my faith and i've kind of just been living been living it, it like not truly surviving it on my own yes. and not really actually leaning on your faith and that's yeah exactly that's when things start to move and things become so much clearer And so many people are surprised. They're like, oh, goodness. Like, I, yeah, being just this much intact with it, same with the Lord, with their own emotions, and they're just always so surprised. And they're like, you know, these are the answered kind of prayers that I've been waiting for, yet there are a few things, a few changes I had to make myself first. So um, when it comes to those ages, it might be the simplest thing right in front of you that may need that little bit of a change or shift, and you'll be really surprised with the outcome. Exactly, exactly. So if you have never filled out a profile or you have a friend or you know somebody that like could be a perfect match or somebody that's truly ready in this age demographic between their 50s and 60s or any age for that matter um have them obviously go to our website fill out a profile we will gladly get in touch with them obviously if they're looking to become a client or if they're a match for one of our clients and you just never know that I always say tell one friend to tell one friend to tell another friend and that's truly how the beauty that God has made our world to connect to individuals and given us this talent and gift to be able to do that for people. So (laughs) help us spread the love because there's nothing more that we enjoy is finding people in their 50s and 60s or really at any age the love of their life because of these simple conversations. Yeah, and you're, it's never, you're never too old to have a matchmaker because so many people are like, well, do you work with my age range? We absolutely do. So We work with come, all age ranges. <laughs> yep, and come, 
work with a matchmaker to let you enjoy the spare time that you finally gain from working so hard and uh, let us take over that love love life for you. <laughs> and we always say we're like the insurance plan for your love life because then you don't have to be alone doing it at all anymore because we're there for you every step. So we are going to have to love and leave you. These moments go by so fast. So we hope that everybody out there is doing amazing. We're praying for everybody's safety and we can't Absolutely. wait for our next chat. <laughs> all right. And if anyone has any requested topics, you know where to send it. And we hope everyone has a dry and safe day. Um, and everyone outside of Florida has a wonderful day as well. <laughs> Lots of love. Bye. Bye. It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.